So, when did counseling stop being about problem solving? Well, not anymore. Introducing solution-focused counseling with the unlicensed counselor. And now, here's your host, Steve Moak. Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of The Unlicensed Counselor. My name is Steve Moak. I am The Unlicensed Counselor. It is another beautiful day in sunny Scottsdale, Arizona, as usual, if you're picking up a theme here. And another theme you might pick up up on if you've been listening, grateful to be here, right? Always try and incorporate a little gratitude into my life. Not something I've been known for my entire life, but... It's never too late to kind of pick up a, a new hobby or outlook or something like that and, you know, incorporating a little more gratitude and even being vocal about it, even if it sounds stupid, uh, I think is kind of fun. And I like to set my intention that way. So there, take that. Hey, uh, so grateful to have you along and thanks for the listen and the follow, the like, the share, subscribe and all that good stuff. So I'm going to keep it a little lighthearted today. I know we've dug into some pretty interesting, heavy topics over the last few weeks and months. Um, but really, we're getting ready to come up on the 4th of July holiday. We got travel. We got family. We got plans. We got, quote unquote, fun that we're all supposed to be happening. I want to talk about how maybe to avoid some conflict when you're traveling with your family, right? I want to give you some examples and some strategies on maybe as we're all getting together and we're all looking to have fun, that maybe we can keep it more fun, less headache, right? But before we do that, Let's go ahead and get started by saying a big thank you, as always, to our sponsors. Again, they've been with us there from the beginning. First off, I want to say thank you to our friends at ShareTech. ShareTech is the only drug and alcohol test that I would use, that my friends and family and hopefully now listeners of this show will use. It is the most accurate and comprehensive drug and alcohol test available on the market. Look, Go to betterdrugtest.com. Take a look at how that test is administered. It is a lab-based test where the sample is collected and sent off to a lab where it is run on the machine. This is not a drug test that you you know provide a sample into a cup and hope that that little $1, $2 strip that's with inside of that cup gives you the accurate results that you're looking for. Look, I know people are going to make $30,000, $60,000 treatment decisions, custody decisions based on the accuracy and the results of those drug tests. Why trust it to something that you're really unsure of that result? Go to betterdrugtest.com. Pick up the ShareTech drug test. Trust me, if you need to know, ShareTech is the only test to be using. And again, big thanks for supporting us as we continue to grow this podcast and audience. Next up, our friends at easysheets.club. Look, you've heard me talk about it. I love it. It's 50 bucks. I get fresh pressed sheets sent directly to my front door. You can do it even more frequently than monthly. You can do it every two weeks as well, too. I like the bamboo. Pressed, clean, professionally laundered. I grab them, put my dirty ones into a prepaid bag, drop it in any uh, UPS store, ships directly back to them. And now I don't have to worry about cleaning it and just putting the sheets back on my debt. Really a fun new service. If you haven't, go check it out. EasySheets.club. Can't say thank you enough to those guys. And again, it's one that I personally use and sleep on on an everyday basis. And trust me, you and whoever's sleeping next to you is going to thank you as well too. Last but not least... The Unlicensed Counselor. Go to theunlicensedcounselor.com. Always looking to spend a little more time with the folks who are listening to this. I continue to see the numbers. They're going up. Thank you for the support. If you want to do a little deeper dive, if you like what you hear from my perspective on a little bit more solution-focused counseling, so we're getting to kind of root causes and then we're providing tangible answers for you to hopefully improve your life from session one. Book some time with myself. Happy to jump on and really dig into a little bit more of what's going on in your life. So 
Okay, paid some bills, got some of that stuff out of the way. So, you know, I'm thinking about topics, and we've gone pretty hard-hitting and heavy over the last, you know, few weeks and months, really. And not that this is a light topic, but, you know, if your family's anything like mine, and, and again, I don't get on here, and trust me, I have my family talk to me after a lot of these shows also, like, Steve, really? You get a podcast to go with the bash on us? I'm not bashing anyone, but I just know if you're like us, we go on these great vacations a lot of times, and sometimes stuff pops up, right? Unintentional topics, how decisions are made, not made, who's included, all kinds of areas for things to pop up. And then you'll get back from a vacation and you'll go, God, that was stressful. Oh, man, like I need a vacation from the vacation, right? How many times have we all gotten back and said that? Look, we, we've got kids, we've got relatives, we've got loved ones, we've got in-laws, we've got spouses, we've got political views, we've got places that we go, we don't want to go, have people like to be active, some people want to sit by the pool, text threads, chains, WhatsApp. I mean, there's a million ways for these things to come together. So let's maybe think it through as we're getting ready to go into this holiday weekend and see if I can share some nuggets that can hopefully make this upcoming trip or future trips a little more pleasant, enjoyable, relaxed, as we're thinking through kind of how to navigate family dynamics and hopefully avoid some of those conflicts that we that can pop up on trips. Look, traveling's fun. You know, it can be a wonderful experience, but it can also present some challenges, right? I mean, family units are tricky, and then you put everybody into a VRBO for a week and just expect it to flow flawlessly. My experience says that's just not going to happen, right? So think about some of these things and maybe you take one or two out of the handful of nuggets that I'm going to share with you today and see if you can implement that over the upcoming 4th of July. Send us a note back or, you know, reply to a post on social media. Tell me if you have better ideas than what I'm sharing with here. Look, I don't claim to have all the answers by any stretch of the imagination. So if you got better ideas, post them. Let's share them. Well, I'll, I'll retweet, share it out to the world so people can hear. First and foremost, let's plan and communicate in advance, right? Seems simple enough. You, you'd be surprised at how many times and how many texts and emails and phone calls it can take just to get flights and things booked, right? So let's identify who all is going to be involved in this, right? Let's get everyone in on the planning process. Let's figure out where we're going, the activities, the accommodations, preferences. Let's make sure we're actually listening and taking into account kind of what people like and what they don't. Everybody's different, right? And then let's start by putting together an itinerary, some schedules, and we can start to set some expectations to minimize surprises and potential conflicts. Look, everybody's idea of a vacation is very different, right? And that's cool. But let's go ahead and start talking about it out loud. You know, I like to get up, exercise, yoga, run on the beach, you know, have a nice healthy breakfast. Some people like to get up and start knocking back mimosas. Like, that's all fine and good, but let's go ahead and get it out there. And don't be afraid to kind of share respectfully, politely, and in the right tone, kind of what you would like your trip to kind of look like. So let's start communicating that ahead of time. Let's work on an actual physical itinerary right? You can print things out and have it so that everybody has at least a loose page of, hey, we're going to dinner here. We're going out to Molokini Crater here. We're going out to dinner over here and doing the luau, whatever it is. Now everybody at least has something to work off of, right? So there's no surprises. And I think that the less surprises that we can kind of work on as we're all traveling together, 
probably a little bit better. I'm not trying to be so stiff and rigid and inflexible as you're going through these things, but I think a nice framework can kind of help, especially the larger the group that you're going to be traveling with and maybe people that you don't travel with quite so frequently as well too. So again, plan and communicate in advance. Get it together. Is it on WhatsApp? Is it a group text? Is it email? Whatever it is, let's just start getting it all documented ahead of time, right? Number two, compromise and remain flexible, right? Recognize everyone's going to want to do things a little bit differently, right? Their priorities are going to be different. How they want to do things are going to be different. Encourage that, right? Encourage some compromise. Let's all just kind of keep in mind that we need to be flexible with how these things are going to be going and how the decision-making is going to be going and be flexible with that. You may not get every single thing that you want as you're going into these things, right? And that's okay. Rotate the selection of activities, decisions, destinations, day trips, all that kind of stuff. And then also put in some downtime, folks, right? And I know this sounds kind of weird coming from the unlicensed counselor, like helping plan a vacation. But what good is a vacation if you're pissed the whole time, right? So have some downtime. Have some breaks from the family. Put that in the itinerary of like, hey, I need a couple hours of just with my kids and my time and sitting by the pool or by the beach, right? So let's make sure that everybody has a say in what's important to them and everybody be willing and flexible and not put somebody down or kind of make sure that they get their way at the expense of someone else. Now, you haven't even gotten to wherever you're going for this trip. And I know a lot of people from out here head to the beach, you know, they go to Rocky Point, to California, whatever it is, Hawaii, Maui. I mean, there's all kinds of places that the people go in the summertime. So let's just make sure that everybody has a say, their voice is being heard, and let's not jump on people and kind of force what you want on everybody else, right? Compromise and flexibility. Number three, respect personal space and time. Understand and respect each family member need for personal space and downtime, right? Travel can be tiring, right? Not everybody deals with it the best. Maybe some people are coming in on red eyes. They need a day to rebound or kind of get going. Some people wake up early. Some people sleep in late. Allow some breaks in the schedule and some time alone. Again, consider scheduling activities just with your group or by yourself or just separating activities from the rest of the group so everybody can get to the things that they want to do, right? And just be respectful of that. Another thing on this point that it's okay to say no to some things that you don't want to do, right? Like there's, there are activities where it would be more fun if everybody in the group was doing it, right? You're going to go to a silly luau or something like that and you want to do that and it's fun. Cool. Maybe don't say no to that one, but if they're trying to go to the botanical garden and pick some pineapple, I, I, I don't know what people do, right? That's not something I would do. But if, if you want to be like, hey, you know what, it sounds cool, I'm going to bow out on the train ride and look at the flower, you know, whatever it is, say no, respectfully, nice, politely, all that kind of good stuff, right? Compromise, flexibility. I'm just going to keep kind of saying that as we go through this episode and just hopefully that can set in. Compromise, flexibility. And I guarantee that I'm going to get a comment from my family as I head up to Park City over the next couple of days saying, Steve, I just listened to your episode and you're saying, you know, I can just, I'm going to mark my words. I'm going to put this on the timestamp right here. Number four, establish clear communication channels, right? So how are we going to talk about this? Are we all calling each other? Are we all texting each other? Uh, is it a group chat? Do we have meeting points? Do we have daily check-ins to discuss plans and concerns, right? Kind of going back to that first point of clearly communicate 
and anything that we can do to help avoid a misunderstanding and that keeps everybody on the same page is going to get is going to make this thing flow smoother right it's probably a good point in time to also say you know watch out on how much everybody's hitting the sauce the booze the bottle while we're out there as well too right you know and making sure that it's you know 11 o'clock at night and you're making drunken plans with two or three of the family members and the other folks have been asleep for the last two or three hours so something to keep in mind right you know just something to keep in mind that hey let's get a group chat we'll have breakfast here every morning we're or you know the we can just set it. We're going to be down here at eight or nine every morning having some. If you guys want to join us, great. If not, shoot us a group text and we'll just kind of make our plans for the day. Simple little things that seem like no brainers, but hey, this is what I'm here just to kind of hopefully spark a little conversation as you're going into your trip right now. How about this one? Allocating some responsibilities, right? So among different family members, I know we probably all have certain family members who like to take the point on these things. Maybe they put it into spreadsheets and things like that. That's all fine and good, but let's also make sure to kind of share that amongst everybody so not one person is feeling like they're shouldering the entire load of being kind of the tour guide and concierge for all this as well. Maybe that person, even though they may enjoy that sometimes, and maybe they don't, but that's going to feel like a little bit more of a working trip than maybe that person needs to. So if we can assign some tasks like researching attractions, making reservations, getting transportation set up, this way, not every or one single person is kind of overloaded with kind of making sure that they're doing all this and they're coordinating. And look, if somebody's texting you on this, be sure to respond, you know, yay or nay in a timely manner for these things. I've seen group threads where it's like, you know, you're kind of held hostage sometimes by people who aren't responding or not getting back. And, and it just it creates tension and then it's poor, just common courtesy, really. Um, so just something to keep in mind. Let's get everybody involved. Again, reducing misunderstandings, reducing conflict, reducing resentments because I put this whole thing together and blah, 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 blah. And then, by the way, if you, if you speak up ahead of time, then we're going to probably coordinate to a restaurant that you're going to want to go to or an attraction you're going to see or just regular old beach time or whatever the heck it is, right? Number six, practice some patience and understanding, right? Travel can be stressful. I mean, it, it just it just is. I mean, airlines are not always the most fun. I mean, this week I'm looking through, watching the news, and there just seems like delays, delays, and more delays. People lose bags. Their flight gets delayed. You know, car wasn't reserved or got canceled. Blah, 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 blah. Unforeseen circumstances. In my notes, I wrote may arise. Just assume that they will arise, right? So a little bit of patience, a little bit of understanding amongst the family members, a little bit of grace. Right. I think I've talked about this in some of the recent podcast episodes as well, too, is going to go a long way. Now, remember, everything will not go according to plan. I don't care if you take every single step in what we're talking about today. Right. So remain adaptable. Right. Try and unclench the jaw. Take a breath. You're on vacation. Let's remember that we're supposed to be having some fun. Let's try and maintain a positive at attitude. How many times have you gone on those trips and just somebody is just like, you know, just Debbie Downer over here? I mean, let's keep a positive kind of attitude as you're going through this thing. And I think it's going to minimize conflicts. We're going to be able to support each other a little bit more. And again, the whole goal is family time and fun, right? So just if we set our expectations that right now, right now, before you even go out of town, or maybe you're already there and just be like, stuff's going to go wrong. 
you know, people are going to miss stuff. They're going to be stressed. A work thing's going to come up. There'll be an argument within a group, within the group. Like just adapt, take a breath. Let's not blow it up into a bigger thing. And let's practice a little patience and understanding, right? Next up on the list, balance group and individual activity. So finding a balance between the group and individual exploration, right? Plan some events that we want everybody to go or would like everybody to go to. Again, you're taking the boat ride out to Molokini Crater, out to Maui, so you can do some snorkeling and, and have some fun and take some pictures out there. But then let's make sure that we schedule some time for individuals who maybe want to go see the water spout over here, or the seals or whatever it is into their interest, but may not be of you. Let's just go ahead. Let's get that into the itinerary where you've got blocks of time that not everybody in look i'll just say it because not everybody wants to do it not everybody wants to spend every single minute together right i'm just going to say that I, I don't want to spend every single minute together and look vrbo is a popular thing these days and if you're already packed into a house more reason to schedule individual time as well too and and look you know maybe somebody can even watch your kids and the parents can go out or get a babysitter find some ways to make sure that you get a little bit of time so you don't come back from that trip going ah, i'm gassed right i'm just wiped and uh that's just no fun the point is to be able to relax so just make sure that we're keeping that in your mind that you got some things that you can do independent of the group and there probably could be, you know, some more thought put into the VRBO dynamics as well, too. If you're packing folks in, man, you know, I think we should put an asterisk or star next to a lot of these points to really hammer these things out. Because, you know, it goes if it goes south and you're in some seven bedroom thing down in Rocky Point, I mean, that that's that's a long next couple of days that you're going to be uh, bumping into somebody. So. So a little more reason to practice patience and understanding, right? Now here's one that can uh, it needs to be accounted for, and, and everybody comes into this in a different position. Budget, right? So you know I'd love to go to Maui all the time. I don't think that's necessarily in the budget to do a month-long Maui you know visit for myself right now. And so when you're suggesting things or you're kind of in the planning stages of getting these trips or even when you're on the trips, maybe that you want to do the helicopter tour and maybe that they just want to do a walk down the beach and some snorkeling, right? Let's discuss some of those things ahead of time as well, too, and be sensitive. People get sensitive around money. They don't want to be embarrassed. They don't want to be shamed, right? So just establish some budget and some guidelines. This is a very common source of conflict during travel. So setting some budgetary guidelines, discussing kind of expectations, how are we going to pay for dinner when you 17 people go out to, you know, you know, one of these fish houses or something, and all of a sudden you got a $2,700 bill. How are we doing it? Just get this stuff out ahead of time so it's not time of the thing. Maybe people have had a couple pops and all of a sudden – there's a little ambiguity. Now we got a little stress and we got a little tension and things, you know, start to get a little sideways. So financial expectations determine who's going to be responsible for specific uh, expenses and agree on spending limits to avoid misunderstandings and disagreements. Right. Just more we talk, less conflict, more we communicate, less disagreement. Right. And money is a, is, is a sensitive one. So just be mindful of that as you're kind of going through all these things. Right. Now, we're talking about vacation. I keep saying it's supposed to be fun. Let's create some memorable experiences, right? Like, let's do something cool, right? Let's focus on being creative, positive, 
and having some fun, enjoyable experiences together. Emphasize those shared moments. Make sure that you're getting those big group pictures, even if the kids don't want to do it or the teens are kind of pouting and the baby's crying and the whatever. It's only going to make that photo 10, 10, 12 years later that much more enjoyable when you think back and go, oh, that was a zoo. That was just a disaster, right? They're just trying to even get that stinking picture taken, right? But that's the stuff that we're going to look back on and smile that creates those lasting memories. I can think of a couple of those in my head right off the top. I'm like, oh my gosh, like that was just, that was a disaster. But it's funny now when you kind of look back on it and it was just like, whatever, just, just going with the flow. You know, engage in these activities that promote bonding and quality time, sharing meals, playing games, exploring new places together. Hopefully it's not just all centered around booze and the parents kind of getting drunk and doing whatever. And I'm not saying don't drink and enjoy yourself, but let's make sure that the kids are having fun. You're playing cards, buy a board game when you're out there, rent the boogie board, get the bikes, build the sand castles, you know, go explore a waterfall or do something that maybe you wouldn't normally do just to kind of bring everybody together. I mean, the kids are going to remember that stuff, right? I mean, again, I'm thinking of myself as a 44-year-old guy. Like, I remember specific things and little things that when we go on to the trips that we've done, and I've been fortunate to have some amazing trips and, and stay in some amazing places, but there's little instances kind of within those snapshots that really stand out of maybe when the family was doing something funny or silly or, you know, I, you know, I remember taking a Jeep ride over in Hawaii one time. I can't remember what island it was, and it was butt kicking cold and we had this open air jeep and we all had too much luggage piled into this thing and we're, my brother and i are just sitting in the back holding you know suitcases and stuff and we still joke around about it you know to this day it's just the the silliness and, and kind of having fun and being playful when you're out in your family so don't forget to take the pictures too of the big groups and, and document i know we all you know take a lot of pictures these days but Let's make sure that we get a couple quality ones together of the whole group and the fam and, you know, just start to, to create those types of memories. All right. Now, we're having fun, hopefully, but I know that conflict is still going to come up. So I'm just going to put that out there. And, and honestly, if you hear this, just go set your expectations that there'll probably be a conflict come up. Not, not trying to rain on your parade ahead of time, but just understand that, look, we got a big group of people. Something's, something's going to come up. So if you have that in your head right now and that's the expectations, you're not going to be surprised when something comes up and goes sideways and people get frustrated. So how are we going to deal with that now? Let's address issues calmly and respectfully. Remember, these are friends and family. It could be in-laws. It could be family friends. It could be whatever. And everybody kind of brings a different set of styles and how they do this. So calm and respectful. Conflicts will arise. Maybe it's just a disagreement. It doesn't have to be a full-on conflict conflict. But let's work and discuss this stuff calmly, respectfully. Let's have some open communication. Maybe if we need to take it off the side and a couple people discuss it and kind of make plans, we don't have to bring everybody in on all these matters necessarily. I've talked about active listening a lot in the past as well, too. This is a good time to kind of practice active listening as well, too. Let's have some constructive dialogue. Let's look for compromises within whatever the situation that comes up as well, too. What we really don't want to do as we get into a family, quote unquote, fun trip is start blaming 
right? You did this, or you did that, or you said this. Remember that last time? And you start doing the look back and the pointing and all that kind of stuff. Let's see if we can take a breath. Let's see if we can unclench that jaw. If you need a minute, be like, you know what? Let me just step away for a minute. Let's give me, give me 20 minutes. Give me a half hour. Let's, I'll call you. I'll text you. We'll meet downstairs. We'll have a cup of coffee, whatever. And let, let's just find a way to get through this so we can get you know, back on the same page. Let's focus on finding solutions that benefit everyone, right? And not just kind of staying stuck in angry mode, right? You know, whatever it is, it'll pass. And you don't want to kind of have this trip be remembered by that one day, that one time that somebody said something or we got pissed or I got mad or they, she said this and that. And then all of a sudden things start, you know, kind of spiraling. We don't want that, right? Look, conflict can happen despite our best efforts. It's just important to use a little empathy and some willingness to find some common ground. You know, again, if you hear anything out of this, prioritizing communication, understanding, compromise, Hopefully, you're going to be able to minimize some of the conflict and have an enjoyable, fun time with your friends and family as you kind of head out over to this. You know, last couple points on kind of just this episode. Like I said, I wanted to keep it a little fun, a little lighthearted as we're headed into the holidays. Don't get too drunk, right? You know, just, just don't, please. Have your Mai Tais, you know, have a couple pops, relax. Let's not take it till, you know, midnight, one, two in the morning. You know, kids are staying up late. You know, dads and moms are, you know, starting to get a little loose. Let's, let, let's, let's just try and keep that within reason. Let's not go down the road of discussing topics that can set fires or explosions or divide people. <coughs> Politics, right? I mean, it seems like it's a no-brainer, but we are in a group setting I don't think we need to be talking about your opinion on Biden or Trump or the economy or inflation or whatever the heck it is you feel like you need to speak your mind on that you know is just either attention-seeking behavior or, or looking to kind of you know stir the pot a little bit. We're on vacation. Maybe we can talk about it offline. Maybe you can talk to that individual one-on-one -on -one if there's really something you want to get to or just not at all, right? Just, just not at all. Why don't we just say, we're on vacation, this is fun, let's just check that at the door. And last but not least, you know, planning these things is work, getting there is work, people are paying good money to be on these things, uh, I'm sure somebody usually ends up paying a little bit more. Let's just be sure to say thank you to everybody and let them know that it's appreciated, right, that Thanks for taking the time to set this up. Thanks for planning this. Thanks for picking up the dinner. I'm so happy that we were able to do this as a family. I really hope that we can do it more. Maybe we can do this every year, every other year. But really go out of your way to express some appreciation and gratitude to the folks that kind of helped put this together. A, it's a good practice in life in general. B, I think it's a great example to be setting for your kids as well, too, and so that they can see, you know, how healthy adults kind of say thank you and appreciate these things. And I just think it's a good thing to be doing, and it's so easy to just kind of get caught up in, in the whirlwind all this. So just say thanks. And while you're there, wherever it is, you're enjoying the lake, the beach, the whatever, the mountains, don't forget to just take a little bit of time and check in with yourself and just kind of be present in the moment and go, wow, I am so lucky that I get to be here, be now. I've got people around me who love and care about me, and this is really neat, right? And not everybody is as fortunate. It's really easy to see other people, well, they're in Rome or they're in Sydney or they're in this. 
ignore all that. Be grateful for where you're at. Be mindful of the things that you have. It really take a moment when you're there and look around and when the sun's coming up or the sun's going down and you got smiling faces of all the people that you really enjoy being around and just kind of check in with yourself and go, wow, it's pretty cool, right? This is pretty cool. So, so little different episode of the Unlicensed Counselor today. Thought it might be a little timely just to plant some of these nuggets as we're all doing road trips. We could even do another one just on the road trip part of this. You're flying, you're driving, wherever it is, mountain, beach, have fun, be safe, enjoy your time, smile a little bit, unclench that jaw, take a deep breath, look around and enjoy wherever the heck it is. My name is Steve Moog. This is the Unlicensed Counselor and thank you very much for your time.